0: Will you outlast your money? Do you stay awake at night worrying about providing for your family? Are you making the right decisions about your investments? There are many life-changing decisions that arise and questions you want answered when going through divorce or after you've received your settlement. This is the Financially Ever After podcast, where you'll hear stories of women like you and get advice from the industry's top professionals. Here's your award-winning and nationally recognized host, Stacey Francis. Welcome to Financially Ever After. I'm Stacey Francis, your host. And today we're going to be speaking with Elise Pettis. She was a freelance magazine journalist living in Brooklyn with two young boys when she found herself facing divorce back in 2010. The one thing she craved was having a tribe, a community, a group of women that she could connect with and talk to, to relate about what she was going through, sharing resources, and more. And unfortunately, she couldn't find that tribe. So what does Elise do? She creates it. And she created an amazing organization in 2013 called Untied. It's a community for women going through separation and divorce. And they host two online panels each month featuring experts from All different areas of divorce from what divorce process, matrimonial attorneys, the financial, the dealing with children, everything, even organizing your house. They also run in person workshops, focus on handling grief, online dating, which I'll be talking a little bit more. And most importantly, helping you be your best you. They've helped over 2,000 women navigate divorce and relaunch their lives. And that's what we're talking about today. We've never talked about this. We've never talked about how do you feel your best going through divorce and after. And Elise shares very vulnerably her struggles to find happiness, find fun, find play in her life to really relaunch her life. Everything from traveling, to creating a new community for herself and finding her tribe, to dating. And make sure that you stay to the end because Lise shares more about Untied and how you can be involved and benefit from this amazing community, creating your new tribe anywhere where you live here in the United States. Thank you for joining us for Financially Ever After. Without further ado, please welcome one of my dear, dear friends, Elise Pettis, founder of Untied. So Elise, I am excited to talk to you. We are talking about a topic that we've never touched upon. And ladies, I have to say, sit down because financially ever after is typically all about finances. But as we know, while money's important, it I'll be the first person to say it's not the most important thing it's not the most important thing. It's about being happy, about living the life that you want to live. And today we're going to be talking exactly about that, of what can women do to feel their best as they're going through their divorce and post-divorce when they have so many other things going on at the same way. And so I'm excited to talk to you about this subject because at least You've walked the talk, you've experienced that, you've worked with, you know, and and talked to, you know, hundreds of women through Untied, which I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about what Untied is, you know, and experience their journey. And and I know that we're gonna be going over some really juicy good stuff today. Good stuff. So thanks for coming. So happy to be here, Stacy. Love financially ever after. Well, thank you for being here. And I would love to just hear from you how Have you reclaimed joy, found space for fun, for play in your life? And I always think of you as someone who is living life the fullest. And, you know, I remember your sailing adventure, learned how to sail or, you know, went on your sailing adventure, completely booked everything. And you really embraced life and you went through a tough time where your marriage broke up as well.
1: Yeah. That 's a sweet thing to say. So when I was first divorced and I was going through that wrenching period of time where I wasn't with my kids all the time, yeah and I felt like yeah. they wouldn't really survive without me. It was very tough, and I, I remember the very first weekend I had no kids, I decided that either I was going to sit in a puddle of tears on the floor or I could just throw myself into something else and so What I did, those, and I'm just recalling now that I I volunteered to help a friend who was setting up a a farm stand in the projects, you know, and did that all day long, you know, gave out food in the, you know, and she worked for City Harvest. And I remember just thinking like, you know, I need to be in a different world. And then that very night, I asked a friend of mine who was an ER doctor if I could trail her in her South Bronx ER for the night. I remember, I I don't even know why I did it, but I remember coming out of it with just a a slightly larger perspective, you know? I mean, the world was a little bigger to me. I mean, it it didn't make, you know, my grief go away. And one thing I would say, and I say to women and encourage women to do is just like, let that grief have its way. You really can't skip it. It can't run around it. And if you try to kind of just shove it you know, into a closet, it's going to come like roaring out like a monster at some later date. So you really have to give grief its space. And I have, I have friends who, you know, say that they, they were in bed for a month, but when they did get past that acute grief stage, so many of us, well, first of all, when you've had that horrible thing happen, it's almost like when the worst thing that could possibly happen to you happens. Happens. The rest of life is a little less frightening. I recall like asking a friend of mine who's, whose husband died in 9-11 why she wasn't terrified and leaving the city. And she's like, well, what's to be terrified of? I just, you know, the worst thing has just happened. So, so I found risk was easier after my split. You know, my world was already upside down. So I decided... Somehow, that I felt like if I could follow interests that I maybe things that I'd always loved to do while I was married, but I yeah, also yeah. encourage women to look at who they were before they married. What were some yeah. interests that they hadn't revisited yet? Revisit yeah. some of those things that you loved because sometimes I was speaking to some of the other the other day and I was describing this kind of process of discovering like who you are as after marriage as. Rediscovering rooms that you always knew were there but have been locked, and opening these rooms can be so can bring so much life and joy into your world. So, yeah. I encourage women to whether they want to learn pottery or I wanted to learn you know how to do social dancing, and and that took me took me to places and took me to people and a community that I didn't know before. So that was one of the ways through. That those early, early months, I think that just set me on a good track, set me on a positive track because my world was sort of growing even while I was navigating, you know, the yuckiness of the split.
0: You know, it's interesting how it really resonates as you share of just get out there and try something. I've not gone through a divorce, but I will be very honest, since I was about 12 struggled with depression. And we have a family history of that. And I am much, I mean, it's like night and day. But during particularly my 20s, I really struggled. And I would watch Julia Roberts movies eating either Skittles or Sweetest as fish. Um, and, and this couldn't get off the couch and really struggled with my mental health. And I finally did exactly what you talked about of, okay, what can I do to try and bring some goodness and some happiness in my life? Because I feel like crap and I feel like life is just not going to have ever a light at the end of the tunnel. So let's go out there and try and try and make a light. And it's so interesting because I ended up learning how to scuba dive and- Oh, that's went, so- that's exactly it. it's like and how cool thing. it was and there was a pan aqua here in new york city and they run trips and so i could just go on the trip on my own and there'd be other people traveling a lot of people together a lot of people not and like that is just one example but it was so powerful and so wonderful and i met people and it's almost like because it was so exciting and i was learning and meeting really neat nice people I almost didn't have time to be depressed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have also been in those, you know, I, I, when my mother died, I was also, I went through a pretty major depression. I don't, at a certain point, I don't think I could have gotten myself up to do scuba diving, but I think I, you know, I probably got, you know, medication helped at that point. And then I actually, you know, once I got back to a sort of a functional place, I could jump in and do things. And, you know, at that point in life, went to journalism school and started careers magazine writer. The other thing that you mentioned though is something I've seen have a huge impact on women and that is solo adventure. Like just solo adventure. And in the beginning, yeah. I mean I would say to women take yourself out to dinner at your favorite restaurant and a lot of women find that terrifying, right? Yeah, frightening. But once they do it, let's say, you know, in New York City, we know how hard it is to get into really great restaurants. But if you're one person, you can usually sit at the bar and you can bring a book or a New Yorker magazine and read, you know, and I, I definitely did that some of the time. But but eventually you get drawn into a world and you start to feel much more comfortable sort of just taking space up on your own and feeling Good in your skin and and I have one friend who went through a divorce, and she's an old dear friend she's probably the shyest friend i've ever had. She would never ever do online dating. you know just would not it, she, it just was inconceivable to her, but she took herself out to dinner at a place in her town that she loved, and she sat at the bar and she did uh, uh, the second night she met this man who was in town to see his son who was at college there and they kept in touch and now they've been together for 2 years so it really wow. opened her world in the best in the best best way the other of the next step might be like take a trip take a trip around one of those interests that you've rediscovered you know surfing scuba diving opera you know just whatever it is there's some organized event happening in some part of the world that you could get to if you have the finances and the time. But those things can really yield so much confidence in your ability to kind of, you know, I mean, a lot of us traveled as couples and we didn't do the top pieces, you know? So for example, I remember booking a trip and I never did the booking, Like I never did that. And the first time I did, this is so embarrassing, but I I was going to Arizona and I was like, I am so ha- I am so proud of myself. I mean, my ex-husband probably would have spent, you know, I don't know, $600 on this trip, but I got it for like 99. And I looked carefully and I realized, oh, I, it's because I, from New York to Arizona, I had booked like two or three stops. <laughs> so all of so those now muscles- You're going to be
0: seeing the rest of the country before you got to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: I mean, all of those muscles, a lot of them are out of use. And so I'm just I'm aware that it's scary and hard. And, and yet I cannot, like, I cannot emphasize enough how much I've seen women in untied community who have gone through divorce, take a trip and really be changed by it in the best way. And, and in some cases, you know, I can think of one woman who took herself to Patagonia and came back and I didn't recognize her. She had been sort of like retiring and kind of Wallflower, and then she. The next time I saw her, she was wearing red, and she, you know, she later wrote me a note saying how much she had had changed through, you know, just wow. that, the confidence to go somewhere on her own. The other, the other idea that I know has been sort of popular is the idea of a volunteer vacation. So it's yeah. a lot less expensive. You know, Jenny Douglas, you know yep. our friend Jenny, she volunteered to teach English in India. For several months, you know, that kind of thing. I know a divorce coach, we both know I think she went to South Africa. There's so many interesting opportunities, and those experiences also, you know, brought them into a new community, international perspectives, so much richness
0: can come from that. One of the highlights of my life was volunteering at a soup kitchen. I would volunteer every weekend, and it was so Uplifting because it reminded me again no matter how sorry I felt for myself, I had a good, yeah, right, and that was so helpful. And it's actually what was something that made me decide why charity would be part of my life forever. And of course, it is now because I have this amazing charity savvy ladies. Um, that I just realized how important giving back was not only to help others, but I'll be honest that has been the light and the fire inside of me Mm -hmm. that has helped me continue to go forward when things on the personal side maybe were not going so well. And just helping others, I find it makes me feel so darn good. It almost feels selfish, which is not. (laughs) No, I I completely get that. And so Untied is a community
1: of women who are just going through divorce, yep. but also in our community are people who've been through it, right? And so I know that when I was facing divorce, the one thing I really wanted was to talk to women who had been through it. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody who had been through it. And sometimes, you know, in our panic, we all we even forget if we knew people who had been through it. But anyhow, I just was desperate to talk to those women. I wanted to see their lives, not just to ask them about how to hire a lawyer or how to find a, you know, a Stacey, a financial advisor, but also just, you know, to see how they're thriving. So every year we have an event for our members who are just going through it, but also we invite former members, you know, graduates or alumni or what have you. And they love coming back to this event.
0: They Mm. love it
1: so much. And we just had this, this evening, it was an annual event in the spring. And the alumni, you know, came back, talked about their lives, talked about how they felt like they were, they couldn't get out of bed or whatever, and what their lives were like now. And tears, you know, they all teared up and they they left. They were probably more enthusiastic than the women who were just entering it, you know, because they they also were couldn't believe, you know, how these yeah. women could be so happy and and you know ha- have these rich and exciting fun lives and it was great for them to see it but anyway it works both ways and i i get it 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 does yeah. kind of keep feeding yeah. you. it keeps feeding you
0: i'd love to also talk about dating and you you talked about this as well so much of your life is you want to potentially share it with someone who who you care about and i feel like dating is such a taboo subject when you're going through divorce. And you know what, even after, which is like, what, what is up with that? There's like these certain people like judging you, right? That, that you're supposed to become and go to the convent and just, you know, (laughs) focus on your children because they've gone through the divorce and put yourself on the back burner. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I'm just going to throw this out there. More women Hold themselves back and don't date. Whereas the men out there, they're dating. And in fact, I mean, my mom passed away and my dad was remarried in a year. 100% like, correct. Right? Um, so yeah. interesting. I do feel like
1: it's not a great idea to start dating when you're in acute grief, right? I hope that the women that I get to know through Untied are tuned into that. And I think they are because they're, they're in the group they're sort of working things out. They're kind of trying to get themselves yeah. in, in shape so that they can have a relationship, you know? And I, I said, get yourself to a place where you really love your life. And so you can look towards meeting someone with desire rather than need. And you mm-hmm. can approach the whole dating world with curiosity. I know that men very often just jump from one to the next. It's kind yeah. of a joke in the divorcing you know, world. And I wish more of them would spend some time in therapy before they did, but I guess not to simplify it, but I do think that men feel a little more panicked when they're living in a, say a, you know, a new apartment with a kitchen that they've never, you know, they've never been in a kitchen, say, I mean, this is, you know, not every man, but, and they're very uncertain about like, you know, how to fix up an apartment so their kids would want to stay. So a lot of men just go like, oh, well, I I need a woman for that. And, you know, plug... It so we well, are in a much better position in so many ways because, I mean, yes, you know, we have to learn how to take the garbage out or break down the boxes or whatever, but we have a lot of those skills. So we don't have that kind of sense of like need so much. Right. So that's that's a real luxury, I feel. And as far as the whole idea of dating being taboo, it's not that way. Well, it's not that way among a community of women who are divorcing. So Exactly. I wanted yeah. to say earlier that one of the biggest sort of bombs and comforts and kind of sources of strength for the women that I know has been to find their tribe. And going through divorce is such an isolating experience, right? As you know, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you see people who haven't told anyone in their community, right? Stacey, they're just alone with it, yeah. carrying the, the, the heaviness of it. And in so many instances, the shame of it, they feel shame. So part of what... I wanted to do by creating a community was to sort of out that and, and banish that isolation and shame. And I find that since the very beginning, since the first night of, Unti- of an, you know, the first untied event that, we, that I hosted at my living room, and I had put out the word to friends of friends, they're like any women, you know, getting divorced, you know, give me their email. I want to invite them to hear a divorce financial analyst they all showed up and they, they left as so many fond friends. Like they were so unbelievably gratified and they learned much more because they could hear each other's questions. And so, and they, you know, they stuck together as single, you know, women in the dating world, which by the way, it just makes it so much more fun if you have someone else who's going through it too.
0: Yeah. That you can talk to. And so I know all of the listeners are thinking right now, okay, tell me about Untied. What is this? What's your website? If I'm not in New York, is, can I still attend some of the events that you have? What are the events? What do they look like?
1: So Untied is a, it's a membership organization. We host events, two panel events online each month, and you can tune in from anywhere in the country. We started as a live events-based organization, so it was mostly women in the tri-state area. Then we expanded it to include people who would live stream in to the living room, or you know, to hear these these experts. And we host experts on, as you know, everything from how to pay for your divorce to which law process to choose, which is the right one, how to handle a narcissistic spouse going through this process, how to help your teens cope. Yep, date, yep. everything.
0: Anything um, in all. I mean, even yeah. topics I'd never have thought about, you guys cover. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> like a professional organizer. I mean, who knew that that yeah. could be the secret to, you know, a happy two-parent, you know, separate household, you know, two-household yeah. family. We get into the weeds because the community basically tells us what they need, you know, what yeah, they yeah. want to hear about. And so www.untied.net is our website. And on that website, we also have a wonderful list of professionals. Most of the attorneys, of course, are in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. But those professionals, and of course, you're on it, you were probably one of our first on the, on the list, is entirely, it's you know, available to anybody. You don't have yep. to be a member of
0: Untied. Yeah. You have great resources there as coaches, personal organizers, financials.
1: All of them come yeah. from recommendations from the community. Two people have to say that they were outstanding, right? And so professionals can contact me and say, I really want to be on your list, but that's not exactly how I wanted to serve this community. I really felt like it was important for the best, you know, the best experts to be on that list if there was a way to find those experts. So there's blog posts that are kind of maybe on the lighter side, but they are, you know, mostly personal essays. And then if you are interested in becoming a member, you can attend these two panel events for free. If you live in the tri-state area, you can come to the live events and, you know, have some wine and food with us and listen to some interesting conversation and meet women in the room. There are also workshops that people have traveled from as far as California to attend weekend workshops on topics as disparate as we, we do an online dating workshop where we take your photograph and give you perfect makeup and You'll meet a community of women and learn all about the online dating world. There's a wonderful grief workshop that I think you mm-hmm. know about called Grief. Yeah. Grief right. yep. Which we've done both in person, but also now we've included that as a an online workshop and included their women in Oregon who come back and take it again and again in yeah. California. And and so there are all kinds of things that you can participate in from anywhere, really.
0: And I love untied and everyone listening member it's untied.not not, not united.com which i always do i'm like united and it and then i see airfare and i'm like oh no Stace, you misspelled and it's .net <laughs> well,
1: what happens what happens is is that if you type in to google untied yeah google will swap those letters around That's which is wild. why we spell it with a lar- with a capital u and a capital n because it's very difficult our eyes just don't want to <laughs> A a while ago, someone sort of made the crack of like Untied, United, you know, it's kind of ironic, right? Because (laughs) (laughs) the marriage concept, it's
0: about where you put the (laughs) I. Anyhow, it's Untied.net. Thank you for saying that. I just always thought it was me. I'm like, Stace, come on, you got to be a better speller than this. But so I know we're coming up to time. I would love to hear from you. This is a tough one. How do we encourage women to prioritize themselves? Because everything that we've talked about today is that.
1: Part of it is, tough, is getting, right? out, getting out into a tribe, finding your tribe, because yep. I do think that other women's examples are very powerful for us. You know, if you meet someone who is carving out time for yoga or something and they, you know, let's say they, they have a glow or they look fantastic. You're gonna be more motivated to do that too. And I know that sounds sort of silly, but it is human nature, you know? And yeah, I also think yeah. women, especially, you know, they we've been gathering around the well and sharing wisdom about where the good berries are since, you know, for thousands and thousands of years. I feel like we do get a lot of juice from connecting with each other. And so I think yeah. that is a big help. I mean, other than that, you know, you can say take care of yourself as, you know, a million times over, but it's hard, you know? Yeah. They have it's to hard. Be motivated to, yeah. to really put themselves first. And you know what? Practicing when you don't have your kids is a good start, right? Yep. I mean, I encourage women to sort of just go get a massage or something like, oh, you know, even That if it's, sounds so good. I know so many women who've just, that was something. It was just being, it just, they had to just, and it was such a a release and it helped them with the stress so you could sort of consider that as a medical necessity in some ways or a, or a mental health necessity but it it helped build that muscle of self care you know yeah. little steps yeah. sometimes get you through
0: yeah and just reconnecting with your yourself and you know I'll, I'll rewind back to you know a positive story with an ending so scuba diving i've been scuba diving now for probably 25 years and The most wonderful thing is that now it's not just about me. I got my kids certified. And so now we have these awesome experiences. We went to Grand Cayman two years ago. We actually booked Bonaire. Knock on wood with COVID, we're going to be able to go. And like, how cool is that? That you can now do some of the things that you have tried and share them with the people you love. And it's so cool because my kids don't think I'm very cool, just in (laughs) general. But because I've been scuba diving for 25 years and I know the fish and I know blah, 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 blah. Like all of a sudden, like we have something in common and I'm not quite as uncool. Right, um, you know something they don't, right. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. And you know, they're kind of like my mama sc- scuba dives and now I do too. Yeah, and yeah it's pretty, that's so pretty great. Cool. I mean, I, yeah. I, just,
1: I can't say enough about like how great it is to be able to follow those things down. I remember there was one woman at Untied who really moved me. She was in her late sixties. She was from the Midwest. She traveled to the city when she divorced because more than anything else in the world, Stacey, she wanted to learn to tap dance with a specific instructor who was in New York city. So she just d- d- picked up, got herself a tiny apartment, went to these wow. tap dancing classes and she was so buoyant, you know, I mean, you could just sort of like, you could sort of see the glow around her. <laughs> she, and of course, then there she met this other community, you know, and she yeah. also found us. So we had the benefit. Oh, and I think she got mm, several other women and in untied into tap dancing. I mean, you know, love it. It became a real thing that yeah. she spread to others, and it, it yeah. was very memorable and lovely. And yeah,
0: well, I, I think if I take anything away today, it's finding your tribe. It's finding I your tribe.
1: I, I do think it's great, and you know, I know that a lot of women in other cities don't have. You know, I mean, Untied, I invite everyone to check us out and join, but sometimes there's nothing like actually sitting in the room with people. So I'll just share that one of the ways I found a tribe after I split was to start throwing events for women. And we did clothing swaps, which had the added plus of like helping us kind of think about our nice. our style in a different way. Yeah. So done a lot yeah. of that too. You can do that anywhere, you know, invite yep. a couple of women over. And swap some clothes and have some dinner. You know, that's a start. That so. sounds like a blast.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Elise. Thank you for having me, Stacy. I love I love chatting with you always. I know, and I'm just I'm just so appreciative, especially because I knew you'd be the perfect person to talk about the real, the real of how you feel better and and sharing your experiences and how important a tribe and a community is and just want to say thank you. And thank you for everyone listening in. We will have Elise's information in the show notes. And that is again, untied.net. There's a lot of great information there for upcoming events, blogs, ways that you can get involved through the membership, which FYI is unbelievably affordable. And as she mentioned, also fantastic resources for you wherever you live in the, the country. So thank you so much for being here, Elise. Thank you. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you for joining us today. If anything, as I mentioned, my biggest takeaway that I've always known but was really re-emphasized today is how important community is, how important your tribe is. To be able to have a group of women who accept you, who do not judge you, And get it because divorce is not easy. Separation is not easy. But what does make it easier to move through is having others that you can share the experience, ask for resources and be there for you. And Untied is just that. And I'm so honored that Elise came and shared her story and how she's really moved to relaunch herself. And all those great ideas and tips and I hope inspiration for you to be able to do the same thing. And if you think about those pieces and you worry, can I afford for these experiences? Can I afford to travel? What can my life look like? Feel free to reach out to me. My email is stacy at We can jump on the phone a Zoom and see where you're at and take a look at your financial picture and see if there are any pieces that are missing or areas that could be tweaked to make sure that you're on the right financial track. We work with women typically who have a million dollar portfolio or more. We don't have a minimum necessarily, but we do charge a minimum fee based as if you had a million dollars that we were managing. So we could be a good fit for you. But if not, or if you have questions about if we are affordable for you, again, reach out. Happy to chat with you to see who could be the best fit to make sure that you have a partner, that you have a team member to help you live the best life possible. And most importantly, what we all deserve, what we all really need, financial security, right? Financial security is so important. So please do reach out to me, stacy at francisfinancial.com. You can also visit our website. We have a lot of wonderful blogs specifically written for you. Every financial topic you could imagine that you need to know going through and after a divorce to have the most secure, financial secure life possible. And that's at FrancisFinancial.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day. And we will be seeing you in two weeks.